Alrighty, welcome to the My Age Podcast. Uh, this is part one of the top six, six, six this year. Um, today, we, I, well, you know, I'm going to talk you through uh, the top six hardcore, in my opinion, the top six hardcore releases of the year. Not the top six in order, but just, you know, six hardcore releases that were on my radar that I really, really enjoyed and constantly went back to. Um, so, you know, hope you dig it. Before I go on, thank you very much for everybody who's responded or kind of reached out in regards to the Sick of It All interview. It was a fucking great way to finish off the year. The response was massive, and I really appreciate it. And, you know, yeah, it was fucking great. And I've got a whole bunch more of cool shit lined up. So, yeah, I don't know. Without sounding like a wanker, look out for new episodes or something. I don't know. Like, just say subscribe, follow the Instagram MySpace podcast um, or Facebook MySpace podcast. Um, if you think this episode's good, go buy the releases that um, from the bands that I um, am, you know, plugging's not the right word, but like, you know, it, that made my list. Um, so with it, with without further ado, uh, let's go on to, again, this is in no order, just the order that I put together because I kind of liked it. Um we are going to go with a band called Be Well. Now, these guys were every when this when their album dropped, um, the weight the weight and the cost. These guys were ev- I felt like these guys were everywhere, and you know people were really excited about it because it's got Brian McTiernan who played in a band called Battery. Um, if you haven't heard Battery, which is fair enough, you've definitely heard and you listen to this, you've definitely heard something that Brian McTiernan has produced. Uh, whether it be something local like um, the last Irrelevant album or one of the Irrelevant albums. No, it must have been the Ascension album, um, Irrelevant. Went to his studio called Salad Days in Baltimore and um, did their album there. But like Hot Water Music, The Loved Ones, Strike Anywhere. Um, I'm sure there's a fucking list a mile long that I should be reading off, but they're the, they're the first three that come to mind. But there's tons of people who have recorded albums there. Um he just, I, I guess, producers who play in bands get it more than, well, are probably more appealing than people than producers who produce music because they get kind of how it all works and operates and that kind of thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just full of shit. Um, and also, other members of the band uh, include members from Bane, Only Crime, Darkest Hour, uh, and Converge. Um, I guess the big, the other big name that's in the band is Aaron Dalbeck, who yeah was in Bane. Um, you, they signed to Equal Vision Records. This album, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a cracker. It's really, really quality, good quality, um, fast melodic hardcore. Um, not, which is going to sound like weird, but like not too fast. And there's nothing wrong with too fast, but like, there's yeah, I just it has a good flow and you know. It's just great. The, the melodic bits are great. The breakdown bits, like in this particular song, which we're going to go with, I really enjoyed. Um, anyhow, I digest. If you dig it, you dig it. Cool. The song I'm going to go with is called Morning Light. Um, if you, Yeah, go check it out. It's fucking great. It's really worth a spin. And um, yeah, cool. I'll speak to you in a second.
Okay, up next we have a release that... So this band, Riding Out, last year they released a just one song. I don't know if it was a digital single or if it was... I mean, it was obviously a digital single. I don't know if you could buy it or not. It was just thrown up there into... You know, thrown out there. And then with, you know, the expectation that an album was going to follow that later that year, for whatever reason... It took a whole year for the album to come out. Um, the album, yeah, it, the band is writing out. The album is Ronan. Um, I, this musically, this band can do minimal wrong for me. I really, really like this one. The lyrics were the, the lyrics. The uh, vocals were a bit of a change. Um, they sound more like, you know, JJ from uh, Cro-Mags and that kind of style of, yeah, that kind of style of vocals as opposed to what they used to sound like. But they're really cool. I really... Like, this album's fucking great. I really, really enjoyed listening to it. I was really, like, really excited when it came... When that when this album got announced and, uh, you know, then came out sub- subsequently. Uh, you know, if you dig him, you dig him. If you, you know, if you're into that kind of LA-style suicidals hardcore-ish, this band was described to me as, like, suicidals and... Like like ran headfirst into Pennywise, and this is what kind of popped out of that explosion. So, if you're into either of those bands, you might dig this. And if if anyone from the band is listening to this and they don't like the description, I apologise. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not a diss. I fucking I'm into both bands, and I really dig what they do. So, yeah, the song we're going to go with is Visceral. So, writing out Visceral from the album Ronan. Let's 
Tully Mansfield, what's happening? G'day, mate. So, the reason we've got you on is because, you know, as we've already discussed, you uh, your band, The Histamines, well, not The Histamines, Histamine, um, <laughs> re- recorded and released a 7-inch this year. We did indeed. I can't believe you wanted to have me back on the back Mate. on any form of the show so soon after the last one. Your one was a hit. Your, <laughs> your episode was a hit. The people loved Tully Mansfield. So, you know, okay. we bring him All back right. for a Christmas treat. We bring him back. <laughs> so it's out on Last Ride Records. It is indeed, yes. And it's a four-track EP. Oh, yep. yeah, four-track seven-inch. Um did you was the plan to write four songs or did you kind of write a bunch and then cull it down or what was the story? Oh no, I don't I don't write fast enough to write songs and cull them down. Yep. No, no look, yeah. My, my my sort of approach these days I think is like I don't think anyone has the attention span for full albums anymore. Or not that people don't have the attention span, but they don't have the attention span to wait between full albums. Okay. So yeah. like, well, a bit of both, but like people are happy with like a four track release. You know, it's, it's enough to, you know, it's enough to be substantial enough. Um, but like, I, I would rather put out, you know, like we've done, this is at the, this is the third release. The first one's a four track demo in 2018. We did a tape, four track tape last year in 2019 this year another four tracks on seven inch like i'd rather put four tracks out every 12 months and just keep having new music come coming out basically that's kind of more that's more interesting to me than yeah like hunkering down and yeah as i like i joked before but uh i'm not the fastest uh always the fastest songwriter in the world um so yeah if i was yeah sitting down and trying to actually come up with 10 tracks to do an album would just We'd be waiting a while. <laughs> it's a, it's a da- I've got to admit, like it's a daunting task. The concept of because you know, as you said, like four tracks is great. You can kind of you can make them as you know you can make them really really good, and that's your offering. And there's no skippable yeah. tracks and that kind of thing. The second you commit twelve or ten to twelve down, it's like fuck. It's even is even twelve. I feel like album now you can get away with like eight. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, cool. Okay, I th- I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like just generally like. Do you, do you remember when records had like, if it didn't have, if it had less than like 13 songs, you'd be like, oh, bit, they really slacked off here. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Is that all they and, got? Yeah. And and now you, but you had like, yeah, you have stuff. What was that? That gold record that came out this year, that was technically an LP, I think. And that was only like seven, eight songs. It wasn't it long. It wasn't many. Yeah. 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 You know. But it was pretty flawless. It was very good. No filler. Yeah. No yeah, filler. Exactly. Right. No filler. Um, but that, yeah, so that's, I don't know. That's, I just would rather just, yeah, keep doing it. And then like, it, it, you know, like there's always like bits of evolution, but from, you know, release to release or song to song as well. So I kind of feel like if you just go, okay, four songs record, put a pin in that next four songs and it allows that evolution but rather than kind of stacking up you know writing again like writing 12 songs over two years like you know what i was listening to heavily two years ago versus what i'm listening to heavily now and is what's influencing writing is like quite different and like you know you if i go back and listen to the songs that were on the demo compared to the songs on like you know on the seven inch that we just put out two years later like i I don't i don't know that they would sit 
that cohesively together either. Yeah. So I think it allows that kind of go, okay, that's what this, these four songs sound like done. Let's do these ones and just kind of not stress so much about, you know, Oh, does this song fit in? Is it the right vibe? Or does it, does it make sense next to that song and all that, you know, whatever. Yeah. Too much, too much, <laughs> too much hassle. <laughs> so for any, for anyone that hasn't heard it, how, give us a, give us a pitch of the band, like kind of where are you coming from with it? Like, especially with this release, what, were yeah. you, what influences were you kind of drawing on and all those kind of typical questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, it, I mean, like it's, in a lot of regards, it's like, it's pretty straight up and down hardcore. Like it's, it's just, you know, we just wanted to write stuff that's fast and relentless um, mm. is kind of a big word that I always come back to. Like, I just wanted to like the song starts and then it just punches you in the face until the song's yeah. in, and then the song's it, over for a minute and a half. Yeah. It's a <laughs> exactly. minute and a half punch in the face. Yeah. 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 So like we came in, I don't know, we, we came in like early on going like, yeah, let's just do something really fast, kind of pretty straight up and down. Like, I guess like pulling a bit from like Boston hardcore, in a, in a lot of regards, like, you know, there's so many, so many bands from that scene that kind of, you know, I really love and, and, you know, AJ really loves and, and, and the other guys in the band do too. Um, so it's like, yeah, it's a bit of that, but then like trying to lean a bit harder into the punk side of it, I guess, as well, and have it be a bit loose and raw and, you know, I don't know, snarky. I like this is a good word. Like, you know, just have a bit of a bit of sass to it, which I think is really fun. Um, so yeah. it kind of started out as that. And, you know, we were listening to, you know, like uh, what, at the time we wrote those first lot of songs, like probably listening to a lot of, um, I don't even know. I don't even know what the reference points were to begin with. But yeah, like it's, you know, to me, it sits somewhere between, you know, yeah, like, you know, like classic hardcore, you know, and then like some of the more contemporary punk stuff, you know, or D-beat stuff like Warthog or, you know, yep. listen to a lot of, you know, listen to a lot of gag and glue and bands like that, um, you know, and just really like the kind of the, the vibe of that. So it's trying to balance those two kind of elements, I guess. But then also like, I, I think this new record sounds, you know, there's a, I was listening to a lot of the Rival Mob. I think we talked about this on the yep. on yeah, the episode, but <laughs> yeah. I was just—I I mean, I'm always listening to a lot of the Rival Mob. But yeah, with the, you know, there's definitely a bit of that in there. That kind of, you know, I guess that that the hard riffs and the you know the the venom uh, of the vocals and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely a bit of that in there. But we're just really like—I don't know—we're not sitting down and going, "Oh, good, let's try and do this exact thing." I'm just kind of going you know, I'm sit down and write a song and write it from start to finish. And what it sounds like is what it sounds like, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a really perfect way to do it. And it's just pulling from whatever I happen to have been listening to that week or, or whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Awesome. So at the time where so we're recording this in kind of November, mm. um, is the seven inch still available? It could be a bit dated, but like at the moment, is the seven inch still available? Uh, there's still a few copies left. Uh, yep. I know the the blue pressing sold out very quickly. Um, Snag one of them. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, blue sold out really quickly. Um, but yeah, I think there's still like a handful of of the the black yep. um, left as well. So yeah, you know uh, there should be yeah another month's time. Like if it's sold out in a month's time, like how the fucking lawyer? You know yeah. that's, yeah. that's that's that's. <laughs> 
that's good news as far as I'm concerned. But no, I'm I'm, I'm sure there'll still be a couple of couple kicking around. So you know, nice stocking stuffer for Christmas. Indeed. Yeah. Get your whole family. Yeah. Exactly. Your great grandmother. You know, yep. she's still got a turntable. She'll love it. Here She'll you go, Nana. Here you go, yeah. Nana. <laughs> Sick. Okay. So before we go, how about you pick a song um, that kind of, if you were going to show to someone, the one you'd kind of pitch to them and say this this sums up the the sound the best. Yeah. Um. I reckon. Maybe the second track, Destroyer. I think that's a good cool. kind of concise uh, middle ground of, of, of everything that's on there. So yeah, nice and nice and punchy. I think that was the last. I think it was the last one that we wrote for it too. So it was sort of, you know, yeah, it sort of came came about pretty quickly. You know, I was sort of yeah, we we're in the in the zone. So yeah, yep, awesome. Here's to me. Thanks, Tully. Much appreciated. Thanks, mate. The next uh, next release I'm gonna you know I'll throw on the list is actually a split with Time and Pressure and a band called Discourage. Uh, Time and Pressure. I'm gonna say the Time and Pressure side because that's the kind of side I gravitated to because their last album last year, The Gateway City Sound, was fucking brilliant. Um, it's only two tracks. One of the tracks is This Is Not an Exit, which is actually a re-recording of a song from their demo, which also featured on the album last year. The album last year was like half the demo and like half an EP. And they put it all together. And a new song called Psalms 36, sorry, 38.9. If you're an avid listener of the podcast, uh, you'll notice that, you'll know that uh, I had drawn earlier in this year. Fucking great chat. Uh, fantastic human. Really interesting Instagram follow as well. So like, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, he does some really cool shit on there. Um, always, and always entertaining. And not like, hey, I can do the, what's that dance that everyone does? Not everyone. 
floss. Not like he flosses, but he just talks about shit, and it's really it's really interesting. So yeah, um, with a bit of luck, they'll be releasing a full length or something in the near future, uh, which I'm definitely keen on. Uh, hope you dig it. Uh, this song is called Yeah. This is not an exit, and cool. Cool. So with me today, I've got uh, Jason Conti from, look, I'm just going to throw it out there, full discretion. Um, probably one of the most exciting things that I've personally heard in Australian hardcore in a long time. Um, something that kind of scratches all my itches. Um, we've got Jason Conti from a band called No Peace, who are kind of like a super group. It's Adelaide just is fantastic for super groups like this. Uh, they release a f- uh, six-track EP, digital EP, um, early November, and... It's made the list. It's fucking fantastic. Jesse, how you doing, mate? Yeah, good, man. How you doing? Good. Very, very good. So let's talk about the EP. Um, you, like, as I mentioned, you're an ex-members of. What's, um, who's kind of, I guess, what bands you, are your members, ex and current members of? So I'm in All In. Uh, Human Error is another new straight-edge band that we started here in Adelaide as well. That um, you're in as well? Yeah, yeah, play guitar for That's Human so Error good. and And then uh, Hurricane is another like little kind of side thing we're doing. That's that's not really happening at the moment, but, you know, may as well throw it out there. Yeah. Playing guitar on that as well. Um, so the other boys, uh, Jake's in, Jake does vocals for Tunnel Vision. Yeah. And they're a really cool band. I don't, I don't know. I kind of think they're like, they've got a bit of Cool Hand vibes, like a bit, a bit newer, like newer wave hardcore as well. So they're pretty sick. Sick. Um, and then our bassist Josh plays in uh, Brain Freeze, who I'm sure you know you've heard of. There, yeah, been around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
And our drummer Jeremy, he's played in some not so much hardcore bands, but he's played in some other like death core style bands that he's gonna give me shit because I've forgotten the names of. <laughs> but they're good. He, he's a fucking sick drummer. That's that's you know that's what that's what elevates. I think one of I mean you know everything on this EP is really 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 well done, and Jimmy did a fantastic job of you know doing yeah, the damn thing. Oh, absolutely. But like yeah, the drums is one of those things where you go. No, this guy gets it. Like he's not just a mate who hits the drums. He is a drummer, like a he's a drummer. Yeah, yeah he finds it. He drum. hits the style and the groove. Yep. Yeah, and I always give him shit. Cause I'm like, all right, man, play it faster. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, I just <laughs> play it faster. And then he gets it. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's fucking stick. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So was there much of um? Was he into hardcore previously, or like he was just a kind of the guy who kind of could do what you needed him to do? He was, um, yeah, he's like borderline into it. I think yeah. he listens to a few bands because Jake, our guitarist, and Jeremy, our drummer, both live together. Oh, cool. So okay. Jake's like mad into hardcore. And he actually surprised me because Jake's like, I'll, ran- I'll mention a-, a random band and he'll be like, yeah, man, that band's sick. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know about that band? That's sick. And we've gone <laughs> but yeah, so Jeremy, our drummer, he, um, he, I think, yeah, borderline into hardcore. And then I was actually just getting a tattoo from him. And because um, he's a tattoo artist and yep. he's a really good tattoo artist. Um, and yeah, it was a rotting out tattoo. And he's like, Oh, well, what did you get? On. Let's listen to it. Oh, I got um, Act Your Age, which is some, one of the lyrics from the yeah, um, yeah, yeah. second record. Yeah. 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 That, then, in uh, my opinion, that's like band. not to go on too much of a tangent, but I know everyone, everyone like freaks out about Street Prowler, but Wrong Dude, Way is like, in my opinion, is far superior. Better. Yeah. I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's my, yeah, sure. that's my, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a desert for me. That's a, you know, a modern day desert island hardcore album, but um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I listen to that and I go for a skate and I'm just, yeah. I'm oh, oh, dude, <laughs> the last track, uh, Bangarang, I think it's, uh, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like forget about it. Like I just, dude, it's yeah. A perfect way to end a record dude, as well. It's flawless. Flawless. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. So, so yeah, yeah. tattoo from Jeremy and he chucked it on. I think their new record just came out and he got mad hyped on it. And about a week later, because I was getting in his ear being like, yeah, man, you play drums. Oh, that's interesting. I play guitar. And then a week later, he's, he messaged me and he's like, dude, we should do a band like Rotting Out. Oh. And then, yeah. <laughs> and here we are. That's fucking great. Here we are. So like the, I guess the little, the bio that um, kind of flicks around on your band camp says that this was kind of born out of COVID. Do you like? Do you like? Did COVID kind of did the spare? Did you have a lot of spare time to kind of work on these songs, yeah. or was it just like bang out six songs and here it is? Like what kind of? How did how did COVID the whole COVID thing? Uh, I guess yeah, yeah. Effect, it was, it was yeah. more or less that man. I just had more time because I was off work for a bit. Yep. And I I'm just if I'm sitting still like like a fucking rust, like I get bored. Yeah. I, can't, I need to be doing something creative yep. with my time. And I've got this new thing since I've turned 20, 25. I'm like, fuck man, time's slipping away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it slipping away. I need to do something. I need to be like proactive about the things I love. So I guess that's kind of like all accumulated to make this little band come together in this seven inch happen. And yeah. So COVID definitely was like the time I needed, but yep. the drive and the, the passion is always there. I can talk to anyone, talk to my partner. All I'm ever talking about is hardcore. gets gets pretty old. That's <laughs> fucking great. And yeah, so at the moment it's just a digital um, six track, but you are going to do a seven inch through Set the Fire Records? Yep. 
Yes, we've got the seven inch and a shirt coming up for pre order. If all goes well, oh, it'll be up for pre order Friday, the 11th of December. Sick. That's unreal. So, yeah, it's all coming together. Yeah, best believe I'll be like, you'll day, day dot. You might, I'll be hitting that PayPal buy it now button. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm really excited. That's, that's so awesome. Good. Cool. So let's um, look, give give the pitch to no one who's ever mm-hmm. heard it before before we hear a song anyhow. But like, give the pitch kind of where were you coming from with it? I guess like for me, hardcore has always been like I'm a. I was born in like the late '90s, right? So I didn't really get to experience the '90s era of hardcore yep. at its height. So I kind of experienced like. Like I went back to the two, the early two thousands and the mid two thousands, and that's like my golden era of hardcore. So I'll always yeah. listen to bands like Carry On, like, um, like Down to Nothing, Have Heart, like all of those bands that were big along that time that are still big now, but you know maybe not as popular and not as um, I guess like fast style hardcore isn't like it went away for a bit. It's definitely not in vogue. Like, it, yeah, to use a really crass term, yeah. Yeah, you get it, yeah. yeah. But I, I want to bring that back. Like, that's what I've always been passionate about. And I think See. the reason I'm into that style of hardcore is because I got into hardcore through punk. Yep. I, I kind of started at punk, so yeah. Yep. But yeah, for anyone that wants to listen to down uh, to fucking um, No Peace <laughs> in my thing, um, if you're into Down to Nothing, if you're into a bit of Carry On, bit of that, like, faster style that's, that's fun, that, like, you can stage dive and two-step to and pile on and fucking mic grab, yeah, I guess we might be the band for you. Or you think we're shit and I'm a dickhead, so. <laughs> like, fool, like, you shouldn't. If, if they, if someone hears this and goes, this is shit, it's like, no, well, you're wrong. Like, you might not like it, <laughs> but it's not shit. You are wrong if you think it's shit. That's, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm so stoked on this. Like, this is my, this is my wheelhouse when it comes to hardcore. And, yeah. like, you know, Good on everybody for liking different variations of hardcore. You've got to have it. Not every band can sound the same, and who the fuck wants that? But, like, yeah. when this kind of thing comes out, I just go, oh, fuck yes. Like, this is what I need. That, that means a lot coming from a man such as yourself. Thank you, sir. Jungle Fever and Taking Sides yep. and all that. Sick. So, um, look, let's let's go out with a song. What's the What song do you kind of throw up there as, like, this is, like, if you don't like this, you won't like any of it. What, what kind of jam are we going to pick? Oh, it's hard, man, because, like, I don't know, like, writing the riffs and writing all, like, the guitars and stuff, it's one thing. Like, I'm like, yeah, this song is the best song. And then writing all the lyrics, it's like, nah, but this song's actually relevant and important. So I guess as far as, like, out of all six songs, if you were to listen to them and the most important lyrically that I want people to listen to and be like, fuck, that's, like, relevant to what's going on and like now and what's been going on forever is um no middle ground yeah which is about like racist cops basically yeah it's about black lives matter and it's about all that stuff man so i guess that one but like all the other songs on the record like some of them are just me like being pissed off at people trying to tell me how to live my life yeah um the intro songs about like not wasting time, like we were saying before. I hate sitting still and seeing my life like slip through my fingertips. Um, and then even like the, the song that Pete's on um, from Homesick, yep. that song's special to me because it's about calling out people that are like were into hardcore and they, they think they're better than it now and they're like, oh, I'm not into hardcore on. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, what, what song did Greg Bennick sing on, which is a fucking incredible? 
Yeah, that's the um, that's the the title track, the one yeah. that's essentially about like not wasting your life down someone else's drain, like not spending away your time on shit that doesn't matter. Prioritizing what you what is important to yourself, basically. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, he's a legend. He's just shout out to Greg. Like he's uh, he's been I only met him like end of last year on that spoken word constant. tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was fucking sick to see. Yeah, I wish he was on a trial tour or like a bystander tour, or but one day. Yeah. When this whole thing blows over, we'll get him back. Yeah, that's it. Dream. Man, thank you very so much. I'm fucking stoked. Like, again, the second it drops, your boy will be hitting that PayPal buy, buy now. <laughs> button. Thank you. Sick. That's sick, dude. Thanks. Have a good one, dude. Take care. You too, man. See ya. So listening back to that, I'm an idiot and I called Jesse Jason from uh, No Pressure. I'm sorry, dude. I was, I don't know. Yeah, it was a day. When we had that chat, it was a day. So, you know, but that's okay. I'm sure he's cool with it. Anyhow, last but deaths not least, this one, like it's it's going to be on everybody's top whatever this year. Um, and it's an interesting chat about it because, you know, is it an EP? Is it an album? There's not that many tracks on it and it goes really quick, but... Let's call it an album, because they call it an album. Uh, the album I'm going to go with is Impenetrable bleh, impenetrable Cerebral Fortress by Gulch. Um, now, this is probably the only album on the list, or only release on the list, that I can't actually buy, because every time every time it goes available, it sells out super quick. And I, I didn't realize how popular it was going to be, and I, slept, I, saw, I saw a copy on Resist, and it just went, oh, I'll get it. Like, I'll get it in a couple of days, like, when I... I'll put an order together and get it. And it's fucking not coming back anytime. Well, it'll probably come back sometime soon. But um, yeah, it's a fucking absolute banger. Um it's just so heavy and just so I don't know. Perfect's not the right word, but um the one of the uh, there's a hundred there's a hundred cool things about it, but um I really, really like the artwork too. Like it's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with just putting a live shot or whatever, but like this is looks like something that's actually had thought put into it, and I don't know who the artist is, so I can't, and it's going to do me no justice to actually describe it. But if you're, you know, if you're interested, this is some brilliant artwork, Impenetrable Cerebral Fortress by Gulch. Um, the song I'm going to go with is a track kind of hidden towards the end, but it just, you know, it just stood out to me. Um, Shallow Reflection Pools of Guilt. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um, Next week, we'll do the punk rock one, and then we'll do the mixed bag one. I hope wherever you are, you're staying safe, or, you know, so let's say safe. Let's. Yeah, I hope you're doing well. Um, year's almost over. Not that that means anything um, in reality, but, you know, except a whole bunch more episodes and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, cool. I don't know. I'm rambling. I really appreciate you checking it out, and hopefully I'll see you next week. Cool.